Blog Talk Radio. Hi guys, this is Colin and Jamie Watson and this is Blog Talk Radio and 8CG Body for Life Talk Radio. And we have a good show for you today. We actually have an interesting topic, uh, quite a bold topic. And if you got my email, uh, I basically said that uh, 95% of uh, you and, and all 8CG dieters may be doing the 8CG diet completely wrong. And I'm going to talk to you about that today. Um, and this is, it's, I think it's really, really important subject because I think the diet has gotten so popular and there's just so much um, going on and so many forums going on. And I think that uh, what's happening is that we're losing the real focus of, of why Dr. Simeon has created this protocol and what, what it was intended to do. And I believe that we're not using it to its fullest. I'm sorry. Yeah, Jenny's reminded that we have a plumbing problem going on, so a plumber's going to be coming any minute, so she may, be, she may have to step away to deal with the plumber. So, <laughs> Okay, so what I'm going to be talking about two uh, subjects today, and one of them is also talking about hunger edema and some fluctuations that I get a lot of feedback from people that, that feel like that they're following the diet to the letter, but they're having some fluctuations or stalls or, uh, or even weight gains, and they can't figure out why. So I'm going to talk about... Um, um, a protein deficiency and hunger edema and how that could be affecting your diet. And one of the major flaws that I found in the original protocol that I believe may be causing so many different people having different uh, fluctuations. And this is why I think the book we put together is so powerful because there's a lot of things that um, when you really analyze this protocol and you read Simeon's protocol as many times as I have and you listen and talk to so many different people and get so much feedback, you got to figure out that when, when, so many, when so many people are having the same common problem, um, there's got to be a solution. And so what we think we've done successfully is by experimenting and find, finding and t- fine-tuning and talking to a lot of people is that we found a lot of solutions we, we believe is going to be very helpful uh, for you guys dieting now and for future ACG dieters. So with that said, I'm going to talk about the protocol. So what, basically, Dr. Simeons, he designed this protocol, and, and he designed it to do a certain thing. And basically, the goal was to reshape the body by eliminating all of your uh, abnormal fat stores uh, in the body. Now, he talks about, basically, there's three types of fat, and I'm going to get into that in a second. But the goal of the diet is to reset your hypothalamus gland, rid the body of all, its, all of its abnormal fat stores, and to reset your metabolism. And if you do all three of these correctly, you can go back to normal eating, and everyone has a question of what normal eating looks like, but I, I basically consider normal eating is, is having a good, balanced diet um, that, that, ha- that has all the major food groups in it in a, in a comprehensive way and eating very often throughout the day. Now, garbage in, garbage out. If your diet, if you're eating normally, uh, consists of 
eating McDonald's every day, then you obviously are going to have some problems later on. And uh, by re and re undoing the damage that's already <laughs> undoing all the good you've done by utilizing this protocol. So basically, the goal is is to reset the hypothalamus gland, to rid the body of abnormal fat stores, and and to reset the metabolism back to where it originally was supposed to be when you were born. Your hypothalamus, as you may or may not know, basically controls uh, all your major organs and function. It basically told you what your eyesight was going to be, what your waistline, your height was supposed to be, your weight was supposed to be, what your weight was supposed to, waist, waistline was supposed to be. And uh, we, have, we have, over the years, depending on how old you are, have spent time eating uh, a very Western diet, uh, taking in the chemicals and hormones that have been in our foods, and have basically pushed our hypothalamus gland out of whack, slowed our, slowed our metabolism, and now we're dealing with the consequences of that. And that's why we live in a world that's, uh, you know, 70% obese. Well, with that said, we're going to get back to the basics of what this protocol was supposed to do, and I'm going to explain why I think that 95% of ACG diets are doing it wrong. Most people that I speak to have a goal weight. They have a weight in their mind or a weight where they were at some point in time where they felt their best, and that's the goal they're going after, which is there's no problem with that. In, in a whole, there's no problem with that. The only point is that what we think our ideal weight should be and what our ideal weight is supposed to be may be different. And what happens is that people are going through the protocol and they're doing phase one and phase two and phase three and phase four, and they're going, okay, great, um, I, I'm done now, and they go back to normal eating, and then lo and behold, I get the email, well, I've finished the protocol, but I'm gaining weight back, and I thought I was never supposed to gain weight again, and this doesn't work. Uh, and that's not really what, what, what the deal is. Ideally, you're supposed to Ideally, you're supposed to complete the protocol until you have used up all of your abnormal fat stores. And you'll know that by, by basically if you're on HCG, which is, means you're not hungry, and you're eating your 500-calorie diet, and your body's being nurtured by your remaining fat stores, so you're getting your, your protein, uh, your remaining protein and your calories from your fat stores. Once you've eliminated your fat stores in your body, the HCG no longer can help you when it comes to hunger. Because you're not getting fed the extra 2,000 to 4,000 calories from your fat stores, you are starving, and you're continually starving, which means basically your body's going to now go after your normal fat and then your muscle in order for it to feed itself. And that's how you know that you've actually completed the, the, the weight loss protocol. 95% of the people that do this diet get to a comfortable weight, where they feel good or look good in the mirror, move on to phase three, stabilize, then move on to phase four and go about their life and end up making turning this into a yo-yo diet. To be honest with you, the only reason why HCG diet has the word diet in it, I mean, basically it was a weight loss protocol, which meant it was supposed to be done a certain way and only a certain way, and when everyone followed, it that, everyone followed that certain way, they, pretty much everyone got the same results. Um, they use diet in there because in order for us to, to find, make it search engine friendly, make it a common word that people recognize, to know that it's meant to, to reduce your body weight or reduce your size, we put the word HCG diet in it to make it more popular. But in essence, it's, it's, it's a weight loss cure, which means it's designed to reset 
all the major functions of the body back to normal or back to it was before we knocked it out of whack. So I want to talk about the three different kinds of fat that, that Dr. Simmons was talking about. And basically, there's two different kinds, but one that we have established that um, your, the abnormal fat now is in a place that, that cannot be, seems, it seems like it cannot be reached. So you have your normal structural fat, which is designed to protect your organs. Um, it interlays between your muscles and protects your muscles. And that, is, that structural fat is there to basically keep your skin smooth, to, to protect the, your, your, your veins, and it is extremely important, but it's not used as fuel. Then you have your normal fat uh, reserve, which is basically there for you to use as fuel on a daily basis in, along with your consumption, and that is burned relatively quickly. Um, that could be burned, it's supposed to be burned relatively quickly as, your, as a reserve. However, most people that suffer from obesity have what's called abnormal fat stores, which means there's fat that's all over the body as well, but it's been tucked away in places that your body does not, cannot reach. It's, like, it's almost like been put in a vault where it cannot be reached. And so what happens is that you can find people that exercise day in and day out and day in and day out. They're hungry. They're, they're burning up calories, but they're not getting any smaller. And the reason is because they're, they're not reaching those abnormal fat stores. And that's what makes it abnormal because of the fact that it, even though it's supposed to be a fuel source, it is not being used or reached as a fuel source. And only in extreme circumstances that if you were like Tom Hanks in Castaways and you were stuck on an island for three, four years, um, your body would be forced at that point to use that abnormal fat as, as energy and as fuel, which will hence will allow you to live for quite some time without food as long as you had water. But since most of us don't live on a desert island and have that problem, it's very difficult to tap into that abnormal fat store. So what HCG does in its brilliance is basically goes into your body and releases that abnormal fat to be used as energy as long as you have a very low-calorie diet. So that's why by keeping the, doubt, the, cal the calorie diet, the diet under 500 calories or at five, around 500 calories or in slightly, slightly higher depending on who you're dealing with as far as protocol is concerned, um, it forces the body to use that extra excess fat that's being released into the body as energy, and hence you're reshaping the body because now your structural fat is not being being used up at all. Your even your even your normal fat reserve is being bypassed to be tapped into the, your your um, now abnormal fat 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 stores, and that's why ACG works so well. And the reason why you're not hungry is because you have these calories that are being poured into the bloodstream. You're having some extra protein being poured into the bloodstream and, and feeding your body. Therefore, the 500 calories you're consuming is basically kind of feeding your muscles and, your, and giving you the energy along with your fat reserve. So this is how to correct the problem. It's okay to have an ideal weight of where you want your body to be. However, if you're going to undertake this protocol, I recommend that you do it for the purposes of restructuring your body and, and, and ridding your body of all of its um, abnormal fat store and taking it all the way through to the end. And what that looks like, in which some of you may not want to hear, is basically repeating the protocol in its all three stages, um, four stages if you count phase four, in all the stages um, until, until you have done that, until you've actually experienced um, 
the hunger that I'm talking about, that when you're, my signal just dropped off here, it's weird. Okay. Um, until you actually on HCG, you've lost the weight, you've hopefully bypassed the number you had in your head, and your body still is losing weight and to the point that you actually are now starving and you've reached the point that you, you've used up all your fat stores. Now you have successfully rid your body of all of your abnormal fat. Then you can move into your final stage three of stabilizing your weight, stabilizing your hypothalamus gland, and stabilizing your, and stabilizing your now, which should be highly, um, highly effective metabolism. And at this point, your body is in turbo drive. And which means that the calories that you're consuming from this point on, once you've completed the stabilization phase, you pretty much can, you're like one of those people that can eat whatever they want and they're not going to gain weight. Now, like I said, whatever you want is within reason. If you, if you don't know that by now you, you would have gone through a complete, um, a complete detox from sugar and chemicals and all of the stuff that your body has been addicted to for years, which means you have a clean slate. And I always liken it to being a heroin addict or a drug addict or an alcoholic that, you know, you know the successful uh, people that live in sobriety live in sobriety because they abstain from the things that cause them problems. And once they reintroduce that drug or that whatever it is into their system, they tend to have, they tend to have the same life response to it. Usually it's not very positive. So if you've cured your addiction to sugar and cured your addiction to these chemicals in the food that make you, give you false senses of hunger and cravings, and you now can eat a clean diet and you're completely healthy, your body's completely been restored to its normal state, you can live a long, healthy life pretty much eating whatever foods you want, and usually the foods you're going to want are not going to be the foods that you used to want prior to, prior to losing the weight. So that's why it says it's a weight loss cure and that you can actually live your life and eat whatever you want from this point on because you have changed, your, your, your attitude about food will change, your fear about your food cravings will change, your addictions will change, and your, and your food choices will change. So with that said, now I want you to get a clear picture when you decide to start this protocol, if you're in this protocol, that your ideal weight that you choose for yourself may not be the ideal weight for for your body. And just know that ACG, the ACG protocol will not take your body below a weight that is not absolutely perfect for you, which means you cannot become, you know, what is that, anorexic. You will not be skin and bones. You literally just have your abnormal fat reserves removed from the body, which that's why it's completely reshaped. Because wherever, you're, wherever it's hiding, it will be used up as fuel and eliminated. So there's no worry about being too skinny or, or, or losing your, your assets. Some, some of you young ladies out there are worried about losing your assets, losing your curves in all the right places. If you had the curves when you were younger and you had a rumposaurus and you had all those things you don't want to get rid of, it will still remain there as long as it's not considered abnormal fat. Um, so your body, will be, your body shape will change, um, but only where it's, uh, where it's being falsely uh, enhanced. If that makes sense. Okay. Now I want to move on to our time. We got pretty good time. I want to move on to um, this uh, problem a lot of people are having about being eating clean and following the diet. As far as they're concerned, they're following the diet very closely, but they seem to be having some fluctuations or, or uh, weight gains 
um, and they're not understanding why. Now, the first thing that I think that, uh, and if you haven't read Dr. Simeon's protocol, I, I, I really recommend you read it because the guy, is, it's fascinating how much detail this, this guy's put into this protocol. And one of, the, my, one of my most favorite sections <laughs> he has is called Liars and Fools. And it's not meant to insult anybody, but we all have a tendency to believe that sometimes when, when I hear somebody adamantly tell me how they have perfectly followed the protocol, perfectly followed the protocol, and then usually that sentence ends with a, but I did do this just a little bit, and I did try that just a little bit, and perfection doesn't have the word but that comes along with it, which usually, as, as Janie told me a long time ago, whenever you say but, it, it negates everything you just said. So when he talks about liars and fools, it's basically that he means that there's people that, that somehow trick themselves into believing that they're following the protocol completely, um, and they're making their own subtle changes to it that they think should be allowable because it makes perfectly se perfect sense to them, and they don't understand why they couldn't or can or cannot do it. And so they go ahead and do it, but as far as everything else is concerned, they're, they're following it. It's like following something 90%, but not 100%, and saying you're following it 100%. Um, so what, and what he means by that is if you're not willing to be honest with yourself about the dietary errors you're making, it, even him as a doctor at the time when he had people come into his clinic, it made it very difficult for him to diagnose what the errors, in the, what the errors that were going on in their diet, that, why they weren't having the results. But 100% of the time that someone was not having the results or the desired results they wanted because some sort of dietary error was being made um, either intentionally or unintentionally. And we're going to talk about some of the unintentional um, reasons why and, and one of the major flaws that I found in the, in, the, in the protocol, which I think is really, really important. Most of you, if you're reading the protocol, either via the original or getting it from some sort of uh, either even Kevin Trudeau's book or some other version, even it's through the, through the forums, um, they talk about your protein. You know, it's a very simple diet. You know, you, you can't mix your vegetables. So have one vegetable, one protein, 100 grams of protein, and one vegetable, and an apple, an orange, a grapefruit, um, you, know, twice, you know, twice a day, and that's pretty much it. And, and, it, and, it's, and, it's, and it's essence, that is pretty much it. Um, and the diet works very well. But one of the problems is that not all proteins are alike. And this was something that was huge that we came across, that not all proteins have the same amount of protein in it. So if you use 100 grams of protein, of, of one particular protein, you may not be getting enough protein. And so what Dr. Simeon talks about the protocol, and it, and it mainly happens to people when, they, when they're off the protocol and they've gone into phase three and into phase four and they start gaining weight, and he, he coined the phrase, he called it hunger edema, because what happens is, is that the diet is designed to keep you slightly, just slightly above protein deficiency with the 500-calorie diet. You're getting the rest of your protein from the released fat, fat stores in there and the protein you're taking in. And it's so borderline above, I mean, just bare, a hairline above deficiency, and that's what forces your body to go after the stored fat and burn it as fuel. But if you, that's why he, that's where they came up originally with 100 grams of protein. But for example, if you are eating fish as your protein source on a given day and you chose to have 100 grams of protein in fish, 100 grams of fish, you would actually be at half 
the amount of protein that you, that you needed for that particular meal because basically you need about six ounces of protein um, or, a or basically 200 grams almost in order to in order to reach that amount of, reach the right amount of protein for your body for that day. So the reason why some of you may be finding that you are following the protocol and you're eating everything correctly, depending on the protein choices that you're choosing, because some people like different proteins and they're eating them more often, that you may be accidentally putting yourself into hunger edema, which means a protein deficiency, and your body, what happens when you have a protein deficiency is your body tends to hold on to water um, for whatever reason, it holds on to water, which means you could actually have weight gains, stalls, and fluctuations in weight loss by instead of losing a pound, losing a quarter pound, and you don't know what's going on any given day based on what your diet looks like. And hunger. And hunger. Just chime in because I can't, when you speak like that, I go, what? <laughs> so, um, or, you'll start having, or you'll have hunger or fatigue or headaches. All these things that, uh, all these symptoms that people have been talk, calling about, that all claim to be um, following the diet to the letter. So I asked them if they were using the, the food chart on the um, website because there's actually, there's in Dr. Simeon's protocol and there's also a clinic's protocol, which actually was very well put together, that actually has a food chart that breaks down um, all the proteins and how much protein, how many ounces of protein do you need for every particular protein to reach 150 calories? And the goal is to have 150 calories of protein in your 250 calorie meal. If you're looking at two, two meals a day, for example, even though it's not necessarily broken down that way, but just for ease sake, if you're having two meals a day that you reach 500 calories, each meal would be 250 calories. 150 calories of that roughly should be protein and the other 100 to be fruit and vegetables. Um, and even though you may be breaking your fruit down as snacks and not in your meal, basically that's how you want to look at it. So if you are choosing proteins that are, that are um, at 100 grams would be considered low, um, you may be putting yourself into a, a position where you're protein deficient and you're going to be having some of these symptoms. So the best way to solve that problem is to, and I've made it a downloadable uh, PDF uh, on my on the website at advanced8cgweightloss.com where you can go under food choices. It has a little um, chart there that says uh, HCG diet foods or protein chart. You can actually click that chart, download it, print it out, and then every time you decide what protein you're going to eat, if it's fish, scallops, shrimp, steak, chicken, turkey, you'll know to get the right amount of protein in your meal to help avoid this problem. I think it's going to help a lot of you um, stabilize your weight loss, make it more consistent, minimize your stalls, minimize your gains, as long as you're being, um, as long as you're being um, um, conscious that you're not uh, stepping outside the boundaries of, of the protocol. So I really found that this would be extremely helpful, and I try to make it as easy as possible so you can click it, download it, print it out, pin it up on your wall in your kitchen or one inside, like I have it inside the cabinet door in the kitchen. So depending on what we're preparing, you can look at it and get the right amounts of protein. Um, I think I've printed out a chart to give you an idea. Um, for example, let's see. Chicken, for example, if you're going to have a chicken breast, instead of, you know, everyone knows that three and a half ounces of, 
three and a half ounces equals 100 grams. So normally everyone's weighing their meats and proteins out at, at three and a half ounces at, at a pop. So just to give you an idea of what it looks like, chicken would be 4.85 ounces. If you had king crab legs for a protein choice, it'd be six and a quarter ounces. If you're having flounder or sole, that'd be almost six ounces, 5.8. If you're having tilapia, it'd be 5.5. If you're having cod, it'd be 6.5. Um, let's see, hmm. steak, for example, is a little under 3.5 ounces. That's probably the lowest one on the, on the, on the sheet as far as, um, it's close to, actually, steak is 2.83 ounces, so it's under the 3.5 minimal because it's got a lot of fat in it. Scallops, for example, 6 ounces. Um, lobster, 5.8 ounces. Egg whites, 10 ounces. So it gives you an idea that if you've been eating a lot of the fish and, 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 and poultry and doing 3.5 ounces, even though you've been losing weight uh, and losing weight well, a lot of you, that on any given day, depending on your energy level, exercise level, how many calories you're burning, you may be at protein deficiency which you're get, and you'll find yourself having um, adverse symptoms and don't know why, this may offer an answer and a solution to why. So I hope that you find this information um, important and powerful and also make commitment that, you know, there's a difference between losing, losing weight and reshaping your body and, and actually resetting your, your hypothalamus gland, your metabolism. And a lot of people are doing this protocol for different reasons and, and in different stages all, does, all are good if, if, that, if you're getting the outcome you want. But if the outcome you want is to completely reshape your body, to, complete, you know, to, to, have, to look and feel like you've never felt before, I highly recommend two things. One, you buy our book when it comes out because it's going to explain a lot of this and more and show you how to do this a lot easier. Number two is to take the 8CG challenge to the end. That means commit to not just losing a few pounds, not to getting comfortable in your clothes, not just looking good, but to looking, looking and feeling amazing. Because once you, once you eliminate all the fat from your system, from your body, and you now just have your structural fat and your normal fat reserves, and you can now eat uh, like you eat, eat and, and enjoy food without being paranoid about the scale, uh, it's make, make a huge difference. It's, it's like, you know, if you have anything in your body that doesn't belong there, let's say any disease, you don't see surgeons going in and taking out 80% of whatever's in there. You know, where they want to make sure they get 100% of it out in order for it so it doesn't grow back or come back or, or, the, or the patient can be free of it if it's cancer or a tumor or anything else. Well, I look at it the same way. If your abnormal fat has no purpose in your body other than to cause you health problems, then why would you stop at 40% or 60% or 80% of it and not take the protocol to the end and get rid of as close to 100% of your abnormal fat as possible? Not only would you absolutely have the lowest body fat percentage you've probably had in your entire life, not only would you feel better than you've ever felt in your entire life, not only will you look better than you've ever looked in your life, life, you'll know that you actually did the protocol, how it was designed, therefore you cannot look back and go, well, it failed me. Well, it won't fail you if you do all three of what it's meant to do. Reset the hypothalamus gland, re uh, re release the body of all the abnormal fat stores, and reset your metabolism, you'll be uh, right where, in the perfect place where you want to be. So that's what I got for you today. And um, as we talk, here's the plumber calling. And here, you want to talk to him?
And we're right on time. So I'm going to open up the, open up the lines and see if we have some questions. Now, I see some hands up, so I'm, I'm hoping that you're doing that on purpose. So I'm going to open up the line to uh, caller. Uh, starts with a 443 area code 272 is your prefix. I'm going to open you up. If you have a question, please go ahead. Yes. Hey, Colin. This is Heather from Baltimore. How are you? Good, Heather from Baltimore. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm actually getting ready to go into phase three. I'm down awesome. about 32 pounds already, so I'm wow. really excited about that. <laughs> yeah, and as you should be. Thank you. And now I've been working out a little bit, um, you know, walking and doing some circuit to, to build the muscle that I already have or, you know, to keep maintain the muscle that I already have. But now I'm right. ready to go ahead and get back into my um, my normal working out. And I remember that, you know, there's a, there was a little fluctuation depending on how much water my muscles retained while I was working out during phase three. So for like right. two days, it'll come up and then it'll go right back down, um, which I expected and I was okay with that. But I know in phase three, you had said that you can't gain two or lose more than two pounds. So I was wondering how you were able to, um, to when you when you did phase three and you were working out, how were you able to not gain that water retention weight? I mean, that's a, that's a great question, and, and that's where you really have to – this is where your, your own personal integrity comes in because unless you're really working out strenuously in phase, in phase three, um, the same, same level of water retention that you had in phase two is, is going to – you're going to have that same issue. Um, I mean, if you, were you gaining over two pounds in water weight after working out? No, no, no. It was probably like a pound range. You know, and it would okay. be like maybe I'll be up, you know, the next morning with like half a pound to a pound, and then by the very next day, because my, my scale tells the difference between the water level and, I mean, between the water, your your percentage body fat and your percentage water and everything. So usually that would, the percentage water would be higher. Um, well, yeah, I mean, and that's what I'm saying, that basically Dr. Mazzini says, he says give no Give no concern to any weight up until you've crossed over the two-pound mark. So even if you work out and you went up one and a half pounds the next day, as long as you know you didn't make any dietary errors, it's not, it's not even a concern. I know people start getting into this paranoia stage when they gain, when they're like a half a pound away from the two-pound mark, and all of a sudden they start zeroing in on the two-pound mark. And guess what? What you think about, you bring about. Just know that anything, I don't care if it's 1.99 pounds you gained, in any given day, it is no concern until you cross over that mark. And then once you do cross over the mark, then you have to do a steak day. But if you guys implement phase three in the breakdown that I talked about in the previous shows and that we talked about in the book where you actually gradually increase your calories, you, you work out in conjunction with that, um, you will be perfectly fine and you'll find the stabilization uh, that you need and, and you don't have to worry about it. So I don't think that you're going to – I think the same same circumstance you got in Phase 2 or same results you got in Phase 2 will, will be the same in Phase 3, and I would not worry about the two-point mark until you cross that bridge. Okay, excellent. And um, I had another quick question about protein shakes. Um, is, are they allowed in Phase 3? Or no? Yes, protein shakes are allowed in Phase 3 as oh, long okay. as your protein shakes don't have sugar in them. Okay. So, Perfect. Yeah. Thank you, Colin. All right, but thanks, Heather. No Great question. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. 
All right, the next line is coming up. It's going to be a 313-655 number. Uh, hey, do you have a question? Hey, who's this? Holiday. This is Holiday. Hi. I just left you a message. Uh, yes, you did. I appreciate that. Is it possible that we can uh, walk through that? It doesn't, of course, have to be tonight. I know you have to get back to your family, but can we do that before the end of the week? Yes. Can you walk absolutely. me through the order? Okay. Now, I'm, I'm sorry I'm picking up someone else's time because you absolutely answered. That's why I'm glad I just waited for you to do. I'm glad you do your summation in the very beginning because you probably answer a lot of people's questions up front. Um, I was, I, I admit, I was getting a little paranoid. In, in one statement in your emails and on your, you know, on your informational pages, you say, do not, do not vary from Dr. Simeon's um, quote-unquote outline or diet. Well, his is just very, 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 very plain. Um, it says what it says, and you can wrap that up in one line. Right. You mentioned the table that you have. I noticed broccoli is not on his. A lot of the vegetables are not on his, and a lot of the meat. Uh, turkey is not on his. But right. to hear you reiterate it and to stand by it, then I do not feel like I have diverted. I didn't know if all this time I was cheating or not cheating. I just didn't get it. I'm like, when people say stick to Dr. Simeon, but then they have right. their own, you're like, well, which one do they really mean? Do you, do you add the turkey or do you you know, add all these other things. But just to hear you confirm that you do stick by your table, I'm hoping for better results the next time around. I only lost um, 20, I'll say between 20 and 25 this time around, and I really was pushing for the pound a day. And 43 torturous days, <laughs> I was, hey, I was looking for 43 pounds. I don't care what anyone says, but I think I'll have uh better results next time around because I've heard some pretty great success stories. So, of course, I want to be one of those. Well, and, and you, already, you, you, are, you are a success story. And there's one thing I'm going to talk about. I, you opened up a, a subject I want to talk about, and it's, it's that, it's that uh, being in a state of gratitude, um, and, and, and this doesn't apply to you, but it's just the state, a phrase that came to me in the, in the gym one day on the treadmill, being, being in a state of gratitude versus gripe. When you put, don't put only in front of your 20-something pounds because even though you had a goal you wanted to get to, 20-something pounds in that period of time is a lot of weight. And keep in fact, this is not just water weight. This is fat. 20-something pounds of fat that's out of your body that's going to improve, that, that, that's already improving your health. And what happens is, is that when you're in a state of gratitude and you're happy for every single ounce you lose, every single pound you lose, the weight comes off much easier than going, I only lost 20 pounds or I only lost 30 pounds. So I'm not picking on you, but since you opened up the opened up the forum for that, I just want everybody that's on the call to realize that, you know what, it's about an attitude of gratitude, then gripe every single time you get on, on the scale, if it's an ounce or five pounds, be grateful, because especially even when you get to a plateau, be grateful, because what your body is telling you is that, oh no, you're about to break through a place where I'm comfortable, and I've been comfortable for years, but guess what, you're going to break through that spot to where now you're moving into a whole other dimension that your body's not used to. So to me, that's some place to be grateful for, not to be upset about. So you, just by shifting your energy from gratitude, from gripe to gratitude, 
will get your your 40 pounds you're looking for because you'll be focusing now on your on your outcome and on your on your solution and on your end result versus how laborious the, the, the you know the journey is and if you're only losing one or pound a day or or, or a quarter pound a day does that make sense yes sir and i have to thank you for correcting me in love and i want to also make a correction i only started getting this attitude that you're talking about toward the very Uh end you're right i stressed myself out during this entire ordeal but then toward the end after i kept a thorough journal and then i i went from typing it on the computer to writing it out and then when i wrote it out i could almost just feel the the accomplishment, even though it was had passed, yeah, yeah, it was done. I'm yeah. like, look at what you did. I'm like, are you kidding me? This would have taken you 20 months, uh, wow. you know, at worst, wow. 20 weeks at best on anything else. So, yeah, that's when I had my mind taken. You're right, shame on me. There's life and death in the tongue, and I know better. So you're, you're absolutely correct. Yeah, but I, uh, what you just said there, too, is huge because once you said once you wrote it out, and once you, mm-hmm. and you kept the journal, a lot of people don't do yeah. this. A lot of people yeah. don't do this. And mm-hmm. my wife, Jenny, goes, I do, uh, which is uh-huh. huge. By you writing oh. it out and, and keeping a journal, it keeps it real. It keeps you in that state of gratitude. And you do realize how much and how far you've come. And that is an exciting and enthusiastic place to be. So I recommend all of you that are on this call, all 58 of you, whatever is on this call, that if you're not writing down your goals, writing down your big why, writing down your journal, writing down what's going on with you, this is going to expose all the emotional eating that you that goes on in your life mm-hmm. you didn't know about, all the triggers that you suddenly are aware of because you're conscious and you're present. By you writing this down and, and understanding it, this is going to save your life for the rest of your life because you're going to know exactly what's going on with you when you start doing that blank stare that I have, what I call that blank stare into the cabinet, <laughs> knowing you're not hungry, knowing there's nothing you really want, but you're looking for something to fix a problem that's external, I mean that's you know internal, not external. So huge holiday, what you just, what you just shared mm-hmm. with everybody, is that, that, that tool alone could, could change everyone's weight loss here to, to uh, take it to a whole other level. So thank you very, very much. And if you allow me to say this, in the journal records the minutest of things. If you change your salt, if you change the dressing, if you add the smallest thing, it makes a difference because you can reflect on the day before and say, how in the world did I gain 0.5 back? Like you said, from the smallest weight, because it, it starts with one before it becomes five. So right. Um, right. it really gave me control when, when I can reflect. If I don't remember what I did yesterday and I just remember the big thing, oh, well, I ate only 100 grams of meat, so nothing should have happened. I ate only 87 grams of vegetables, nothing should have happened. But you forgot about that, that balsamic, that new balsamic dressing that you tried. And, you know, even right. though it said it didn't have any oil or starch, and it may, again, may, your body just didn't agree with it for whatever reason. So don't right. use it. Eliminate that and go back and watch yourself just grow and go. So, thank That's you. That's awesome. You, you guys think, may think it's you, know, you guys may think that's tedious, but I mean, this is something you're doing for your life, and you don't want to. If you don't mm-hmm. want to yo-yo diet, you don't want to mm-hmm. repeat the process again. You don't want to come back and say, you know, I can't believe I got myself mm-hmm. back here again. And this be the end of it. Then do mm-hmm. it right the first time around. Make it, make a commitment, and take it to the end. Great job, Holly. Thank you. Just one more thing. Right, I know I'm picking up every more time, and I need. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um. With this weight, I also I always hear you speak about the phase three on your blogs about 
if you gain two pounds. But you also say it, but you say it very briefly, if you lose two pounds. Well, can you please explain to me why wouldn't I want to continue to lose until, hey, till why would I, I don't know, what do you, what do you mean by that? Please? That's a good question. Sure. Yeah, what, what Dr. Simmons meant by the reason why you don't want to lose more than two pounds, is, and it was actually based on exactly what I'm talking about as far as taking your body, um, taking this protocol to the end where it was meant to. Basically, if, you have, if, you've removed your, if you've removed all the abnormal fat stores from your body, that means if you're losing weight, that means you're, if you're losing more than two pounds after, the, after that phase two, is because you're now tapping into either your, your structural fat, and your and your oh. your body's eating up your muscle, or it's eating up your your normal fat reserve, and that's not that's not going to be good. And what happens is, is once you lose the weight, as soon as you start eating something again, you're going to gain the weight right back, and you're going to find that you're going to see these violent fluctuations in your weight um, because of the fact that you're not you're not eat, you're not really burning. Uh, you're not burning fat. You're basically eating up, eating up the, the nutrition that you're putting in your body at the moment or your structural fat. So that's why he's saying that you're not supposed to lose more than two pounds throughout the maintenance phase. And, and, and think about it. You're trying to, you're trying to stabilize your hypothalamus, reset and stabilize your hypothalamus. Even though this may not be your, your last phase you, and you're moving on, oh, you have to stabilize before you can move on to the next phase. And stable oh. means that you don't go up or your pendulum doesn't swing Two pounds up or two pounds down any, in any direction, that would be considered stable. So if you're losing five, six pounds, but you're not gaining two pounds, obviously, that's not stable. Does that make oh. sense? Yeah, so, I was about to say, as long as you keep and I'm happy, but you're saying I'm, I'm um, how do you say that? No, I'm, because you're burning I'm not doing it perfectly. Yeah, I understand that, but what it means basically is you're not probably not taking enough protein. You're not probably not you're not feeding like taking enough nutrients. You're burning up muscle. Mm-hmm. Muscle muscle weighs more than fat. So when you burn up muscle, mm-hmm. you, can lose, you can lose weight. You can lose weight real quickly on a scale. But guess what? Okay. Muscle is what burns fat. The more muscle you got, okay. the more fat you burn. Therefore, the last thing you want to do is burn up your muscle. You got it right. Okay, okay. I'm going to right, I'm turn on. this back over to your people. Thank you. Uh, okay, I have another hand up. It's a 205 area code, and the 616 is a prefix. Do you have a question? I do. You're, Hi, you're live. Hey there, this is Tiffany from Birmingham. How are you Hi. doing tonight? Hi, Tiffany. Good, good, Tiffany. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, first, I want to thank you. You replied to my email a few weeks about, a few weeks ago, pretty much right after I emailed it to you. So I want to thank you for just taking the time to do that. I wasn't expecting that at all. Um, oh, my pleasure. I guess um, tonight's topic really hit home. Um, I... Um, I've been uh, stalling a bit, and um, I the HCG it curbed my appetite in the beginning, um, probably for the first two weeks, and for the past week, about a week and a half, I've been really hungry. Um, just pretty much ignore it, though. I, I know that um, I don't I don't think you know my stomach is growling. It's not just in my mind because it went away initially. Um, uh, I've stalled, uh, like I said, I've I began stalling. Um, I reached uh, one of my mini goals. Um, one of my mini goals was to reach 145, and when I reached that, I stayed at that weight for four days. Um, and then okay. for um, the next two days, I lost 0.6 pounds two days in a row. And then now I have installed at 143.8 for three days. Um, my I'm about five seven and a half, um, so I'm close. Um, I'm in the range of where I'm supposed to be, but I know that I still right. have fat left on me. I know I do. 
Um, okay. So, you know, I, I kind of was – I began doing the 23-day protocol, and then I went ahead and ordered some more so I could go ahead and do the 40 so I could get rid of everything. Um, right. But I guess my question is, um, you know, you said you'd really be able to tell when you had that hunger. How, what was that like for you? Because I'm wondering if it's what I'm experiencing now, but I don't feel like I'm finished yet. So kind of what, what is it's, that it's, hunger? It's, it's, rav- like it's, it's a ravenous, it's a ravenous nonstop, just in your face all day, all night type of hunger. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's something that's almost almost impossible to ignore. So, I mean, that's why you kind of know it when, you, when you're there. Even though you seem like you're close to your, your, your weight set point, now, is, Don, does any of the other things apply as far as the protein deficiencies, anything like that, or have you been using the chart and eating the right I amount of protein? I have been using the chart. I've been using the chart for the past two weeks. So, mm-hmm. so I'm using the correct okay. 150, 40, and 60. So, um I'm doing that twice a day. Um, All right now, did your ex- did your exercise level change between the two weeks where you were not hungry and you were feeling fine versus when you started kicking in and having the hunger? No, I actually. Did anything else change? No, not really. Um, when I've started, since I started getting hungry, I've decreased exercise um, because I was afraid that was what it was. So now I'm just mm-hmm. pretty much walking, um, walking every night for about 30 minutes to an hour. Um, where before I was doing a little bit of weight, since I, I've stopped doing any weights at all. Um, but does that solve the problem? Um, well, no, it hasn't. <laughs> okay. okay. Did you have now? Did you have a? Did you mix a new batch of HCG between then and 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 the time that the two weeks started? No, um, actually, I, I just started a new batch probably a day ago. Um, but the the hunger began um, way before the new batch began. So. Right, and what's the dosage you're taking? Um, two fifty. You're taking two fifty. Yeah. Yeah, you're. I mean, you're, you're up there. I mean, I mean. I know. I know. I don't know what yeah, else you're, I can you're do. Up <laughs> you're up there, and okay, so you're. I mean, usually you say that, you, and you're, and you're not, you're, and you're stalling as well, right? Right, I am stalling. I am okay. continuing and, to and, lose, though. I mean, I have lost. Well, you know, three that's days, good. Three and yeah. All right, and so you're still, you know, okay, so you're not at a plateau. You're still losing. You are still losing. I am still losing. Um, well, on, let's see, three days ago, I went down, thir- on day, three days ago and four days ago, I lost 0.6 pounds each of those days. Mm-hmm. Um, but just for the last, actually, three days, I've been stalled at the 143. So, you know, I am still losing a little bit, and I measured okay. and I lost another half, half an inch in my thigh. So I am losing, All right, losing. So. So, you're yeah. actually then you're you're actually everything's working fine because as long as you're still mo- losing you're getting close to it you are going to inch your way there by quarter in, quarter pound point six I mean point six is right. still good even point you know point one two five is good um, but I, what I would do is I try a couple of couple of different things number one I'd increase the the vegetable volume in your plates and your dishes and I also do, oh, like what are you, are you using is chicken one of your protein choices cho- choices by any chance I, I do yeah I do chicken um, shrimp and tilapia usually those are the three chicken, that I usually do tilapia okay mm-hmm. I would cook an extra chicken breast and then I would basically like cut it in half and then I would have an extra chicken breast before you like late in the night late in the evening before you go to bed um, and give yourself that extra protein, and then see what happens on the scale the next day. Okay. How many? Um, how gonna, many ounces? Would well, you, 
Well, figure chicken breast is supposed to be like 4.8 ounces is a normal. Yeah. Using the chart, using the normal breast, so I would basically cut it in half. So you're gonna have like two okay. ounces of chicken, um, okay. and eat that. I would like to do that every other day, and see if that pushes your. Is actually if you see number one, if it see if it's starting to hand, handle the, hung, the hunger issues. Hunger issues you can probably increase just the, the vegetable, and even increase a little bit of the protein. You're so close now to your goal that you could you could actually burn up the protein. And I really would go back to your. Your exercise regimen. If you, if you can get the if you can get the, the hunger under control by increasing the volume of your food a little bit, I I think the exercise regimen you were on is probably doing your body a lot a lot better good than just the walking for you. Okay. Um, yeah. And then eat and have that protein at night and see if that makes a difference because I have a feeling that you you're probably still not getting enough protein for your body because you're so close. Okay, I'll definitely try that then. I'll try it. Give it a shot and then give me the feedback and then uh, we'll go from there because like I said, your feedback is going to help. Tons of other people. So let's see if uh, let's see if this works for you. And when does your book come out again? Uh, we're hoping to get it out here out here in a couple of weeks. So before the yeah, end of the month, I think around the twenty twenty first, twenty seventh, something like that. We're just trying to finalize everything and get it all together. And it, it is a project. Uh, I'm, I'm very sure. proud of Jane and I, though. We're definitely uh, for doing something we've never done before. And, and for me being ADHD, I'm, I'm telling you, this is one heck of a project. But I really think you guys are going to enjoy it. So. Very Great. Cool. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks so much. I really appreciate your Thank call. Thank you. All righty. We've got another hand up here, and it's the 713 area code, I think. 713. Did I already ask this one? 728. You're live. You're almost Hi, caller. Live. You're live now. Hi, Hi. This is Donna. I'm calling from Houston. I've um, responded Donna to some Houston. of the. Yes. I've re- responded to some of your emails and posted on your blog. Um, Thank you. I, I, yeah, I've um, been following you since before I started um, the ACG, um, when I was in my information hog stage. You know, when I start doing something and I find it interesting, I get all the information I can. And I really like some of the things you're saying because I can identify with a lot of them. Um, right now I'm on Phase 4, uh, uh, Round 1, Phase 4. I uh, just went into Phase 4 last week. Uh, okay. In phase two, I I lost um, a, right at 48 pounds. I did 51 oh. days. And wow. I lost, and and um, in phase three, I stabilized pretty good. I never had to do a steak day. I was stayed on the low end of my two pounds. Now, my question is, uh, like holiday, I know why I need to stay within what I call the four-point swing. No, no, can't go two pounds down, not supposed to go two pounds up. Right. My problem was trying to stay, you know, above the two pounds, the low part. And at this point, now that I'm in, what I would do when I got below, I would eat more and drink a Uh little bit less water, and that would bring me back up. So I always stayed, you know, just above that two pounds, low end of the two pounds. Uh-huh. Now that I'm in phase four, I seem to be every morning I'm losing point two, point four. I might stay at the same weight. Um, in the phase four, is it okay in to go phase- ahead and let yourself go ahead and lose those couple of ounces or whatever? Because right now I'm about a pound and a half below my two pound low end of my two pound range. Yep. 
Yeah, in phase four, you can do the happy dance, and, and your body's doing now what it needs to do. It's burning up what it needs to burn up, and it's taking your fuel, and it's, it's distributing it and burning it up as fuel. And if you start losing weight, then you're fine. As long as you're not malnutrition, malnutritioned or you're not cutting your protein, you know, your no. protein deficiency or cutting your protein too low, if your body wants to drop now, let it drop. See, yeah, that, that's the point. The okay. point of phase three is to stabilize and reset your hypothalamus gland. And if you did that successfully and you did not go below or above the two pounds for that 21 days, right. you've done the job. Okay, um, cool. So now you can do the happy dance and, and let your body dancing. do what it needs to do. I'm happy dancing huh? right now in my chair. I'm happy dancing. Because <laughs> <laughs> because that's how I, that's what I felt that it would it would be okay to go yeah. ahead and allow myself to lose that weight now that I'm over that that. Um, Phase yeah. three, no sugar, no starch um, portion yeah. of the diet. Um, so that's good. That's good. That's good. Um, you know, I tell, I've, I've been talking. A lot of people, you know, ask me, you know, what I'm doing, and I, I give them the information and let them do the research, you know, to see if it's something they want to do. Um, right. One of the things that I didn't do, which I, I guess I should, I really didn't do it like most people do it, is do a journal. Because um, uh-huh. I found things, I found the combination of foods that worked for me, and I went on to use them. But what I did use is apps on my iPod or iPhone. Yeah, Put that information in on the apps, as, and and that also helped keep me on track. So if people are having a problem with journaling, there are a couple of apps, or maybe about three apps that I use anyway, that um, mm-hmm. help me. Um, stay on track. One of them, the one I like the best. Shoot me those apps. Shoot me those apps on in email, and I'll put those on my blog. Um, I will do that. So people, I will. And, and I, I don't know where all you guys on the phone call where my before and after photos are because I get a bunch of promises for before and after photos, and I get zip, <laughs> not a zero, well, not. I didn't take one. I didn't take a before. I didn't take a before picture. Fifty-eight pounds later, you didn't take a before photo. Uh, but I still, I still got. 50 some odd more. That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Because the thing is, is that we need to get past our own le- our own selfishness and realize you, that numbers you pull to inspire somebody else, even if you're not at your goal weight, because right. you did a phenomenal job. Phenomenal job. I mean, not only the numbers you pulled, the way you went about it, the integrity in which you did the protocol, you went through all four phases, you did it absolutely perfectly, as far as I can see, just from your feedback. Right. right. That. That pays it forward for someone else. And I'm telling you that I can't tell you how many people that, that, are, that have called me or, 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 or especially a lot of the fellas that, have done, that, that I talk to, and they identify with, they say, well, I'm built like you, and I, you know, I kind of, I see your, my, I look like your before picture, and they, that's how they get their inspiration. And right. I'm, just, I'm just a guy. What about for the women out there? And, and Janie, poor thing, I mean, she's in, she was in great shape before she did the protocol. Her before and after photos, you can't tell the difference other than the fact that she looks more muscular than she did before she started. So, okay, you know, you that doesn't, we need everybody to send their photos in so people can identify with you and go, oh, I look like this lady, so I can I can get excited about getting the same results. That's how we pay it forward, guys. Right, right. I actually so on your I next think I days. Can, I, think I, I think I might can find a picture from last year this time, which Good. probably Good. I don't know what I weighed because I was scared to get on the scale then, but I'm sure it was real close to what my um, yeah that's good. I mean, you know, and if some if you're shy about you know you don't want your you know you don't want to be in full makeup and all that kind of stuff, just cut the pictures off at the neck down. 
um, and just use the body composition shot. So, so I mean, literally, this is this is all about paying it forward, everybody. Absolutely. This is it's not about ego. This is about this is about saving America and save and, and, and not just not just America. I get people from all over the world, um, but helping people get rid of this this fat that they've been trying to get rid of for decades and years and 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 all of us as a, as a, as a you know as a movement. To help these pe- help people lose the weight utilizing this protocol, which I find to be so flipping phenomenal that it's just crazy. It's crazy that this is not in mainstream America. So we got to do it one person at a time, and that's what all you people on the all you guys on the call supporting the call, giving questions, giving feedback. You're you're the ones that are making it possible. We're just here, you know, as a catalyst through you guys to make it possible. So I, I just want you to know that uh, Donnie did a great job. Thanks for the feedback. We're down to three minutes okay. on the call. Um, did you have something else you wanted to add? Well, one other thing is that you you mentioned, and I found it to be true, is that this diet also uh, um, lets you figure out or, or exposes your triggers on what, what you yes. eat. I, I found out that I when I get stressed or frustrated at work, I was looking for the cookies, going to the machine, or whatever. Now, it hasn't so much changed now. I just changed what I snack on. I check, snack on now on some fruit or a piece of uh, some apple or cherries, or, or at this point I can have nuts or whatever. But, you know, you're absolutely right. It does expose what it is that mm-hmm. makes you eat what you eat when you eat it. Absolutely. Right. Okay, and that's right. all I have to say this time. I'll call back another time. <laughs> no, you're great. You're awesome. Thanks so much. Um, I, I know some of you might I still have, have your hands up, but we only have a couple of minutes left, and I don't want to run over over because it'll just shut us off right in the middle of our acceptance. But I just want you to know that this has been a great call. You guys have gotten some great feedback. Um, I hope brought, we brought some good content and information that will will help you um make this process easier. This is all about it. This whole journey is about making this process popular, more popular than it is, having people take the HCG challenge and reveal their true bodies within and and save their lives and change their lives. And I, and I can't tell you how much this has done for my wife and myself and my entire family. I mean, i got to tell you, I mean, we're a good-looking family all together, but <laughs> we're a real good-looking family, and we're in great shape, and we all have great health. Uh, and 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 with the cost of health out there, I mean, this is our own stim- our own health plan right here is just um, getting pain free and pill free, and um, you know, so I really 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 appreciate you guys being here. Um, we got 60 seconds. I just want to check out and say I um, we love you guys being here, and we're glad to be a, a part of this journey. We're glad to be here for you. Uh, appreciate your support. And uh, we'll be sending out some videos and emails about the book launch when it's coming. Just know also proceeds um, part of the proceeds of the sales will be going to the American Diabetes Association in honor of my father and the American Heart Association uh, in honor of my father-in-law and my mother. Um, so support that cause. Um, if you don't want to support us, support that cause by buying the book. And with that said, um, we love you, and God bless you, and we'll talk to you soon. We're signing out. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. You look good out there, baby.